Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, back in the studio on a Wednesday morning. So kind of a tough loss for the Cardinals on Monday to kick off the road trip. Uh, how about Tuesday? Well, they got better last night and won the game by a score of 8-5. A rather interesting game because in the third inning, both Nolan Arnado and manager Oliver Marmol got the heave-ho from the home plate umpire. It's, it's automatic when you argue balls and strikes. <laughs> but here's Arnado up. Took a pitch high outside a strike. Took a pitch low and outside a strike. He disagreed with both of them, stepped in, then hit into a double play. And on the way back, he had the magic words for the umpire, and out he went. Here comes the manager. He said the magic words. He's out of there, too. Cardinals hold on to win. Cincinnati loaded the bases in the ninth inning. And you thought, oh, no, here we go again. But this time, they got out of the jam, and the Cardinals went at 8-5. Cardinals are now 22-28 and on the season, six games under 500. Exciting stuff. Uh, that's what makes baseball great, in my opinion. But those were not strikes. I'm going to go on record right now. <laughs> you might not say it, but I will say it. Neither one of those pitches were strikes. I mean, you know what? It is what it is, what you do with that information after the fact. But, yeah, those were not strikes. All right. So I uh, got a notification yesterday. A new rule is coming down for the NFL this year, and that's the fair catch rule, which means that if you – Fair catch the ball anywhere on the field now. It doesn't necessarily have to be in the end zone for a touchback. It's automatically at the 25th yard line, right? We'll, we'll amend that a little bit. It is automatically at the 25, and a lot of folks don't realize, but you can make a fair catch on a kickoff. It, it involves only kickoffs here. And if the kickoff is within the 25-yard line and the fair catch is made, and that is an old rule that just isn't used very much, uh, the ball will go to the 25. Heretofore, it's where you caught the ball. And that would be within the 10-yard line or the 5-yard line or the goal line or wherever. And who's going to do that? Well, the NFL has implemented this new rule, much to the dislike of the, <laughs> the special teams coordinators around the NFL, who are unanimously opposed to it. But the NFL says, hey, the good percentage of concussions occur on kickoff returns. We're going to try to limit that. So guy can run it back if he wants. But if he fair catches the ball, of course, you have to catch the ball. But if you fair catch the ball within the 25-yard line on the kickoff, it goes automatically, uh, automatically, I should say, to the 25. Now, the critics are saying, <laughs> now we're going to have a lot of squib kicks, a lot of pooch kicks, and things like that. Uh, I don't think so. I think it'll probably maintain its course. But we'll see how this works. It's a one-year trial. Now, frequently when that happens, Mike, in a one-year trial, that rule is made permanent the next year. But we'll see. We'll see what they decide, and we'll see what the the feedback is from the fans and the players. I don't see it being utilized too often, but what do you think? You think all the teams are going to take advantage of it for a minute and see how it goes? It does have its merits because the ball is going to end up on the 25 if you catch it. And then 25 is a pretty good field position for uh, for teams in the NFL, especially high-powered teams. But again, it does eliminate the big play, the big run back of the kickoff mm-hmm. and so forth. And so we'll see. See how it works. We will see how it works. Some teams are probably going to push for it, and some teams are probably just going to catch it and take the 25. All right, so we did have some hockey played last night. Who won on the ice? The Las Vegas Golden Knights scored four goals in the first period, and that stood. Four to nothing. They beat the Dallas Stars. Dallas has a lot of injuries on their team, but Las Vegas now leads that series three to nothing. And it's looking more and more like it's going to be Las Vegas versus Florida for the Stanley Cup. 
But again, we'll see. Florida plays their game tonight with Carolina. We'll see how things work out. But uh, Las Vegas has a three games to one lead now over the Dallas Stars. So the high school baseball playoffs have continued. What happened yesterday? We had the uh, sectionals in classes three and four. And in the one sectional in class three, Stockton beat Lamar 9-3. A licking Forsyth game. Mike was suspended in the third inning game being played up at Licking. I do not know why it was suspended. I'm assuming that they may have had rain up there, but I didn't know we had rain in the area. Licking's in Texas County, but maybe that's the case, but it was suspended in the third inning. They'll finish it, I assume, today. Class 4, Springfield Catholic 5, Eldon 1, Nevada 13, Monette 2. Now, the Classes 1 and 2 state quarterfinals are today. And Springfield Greenwood will play out at Barnhouse Field between Springfield and Republic. They have a home game. They're playing Cooter. A lot of folks don't know about Cooter, but they're, <laughs> they're the top team in the state in Class 1. Cooter is way down in the boot heel, way below Cape Girardeau and right on the Arkansas-Missouri border, not too far from the Mississippi River. They have to come all the way up here, and I'm assume, assuming they're here by now. Anyway, they played this afternoon, and Ashgrove plays Iberia out at Ashgrove. They are state quarterfinal games in classes one and two. Big congratulations to those that are going on, and good luck to them. It's a pretty cool thing that they're going this far. Uh, speaking of going the distance, Miami Heat could have gone the distance on the Celtics, but statistically speaking, it would have been a hard thing to do to beat well, them again. Miami, Miami had a 3 nothing lead going in against the Celtics, and of course a win would have put them in against the Denver Nuggets. I still think Miami a win coming back from a 3-0 deficit is, well, it's never been done in the NBA. But the Boston Celtics tried. They won their game 116-99 to over Miami in Miami last night. So here's the situation. It's now three games to one, Miami leads. They go back to Boston now for game two. And the Celtics got really hot. Jason Tatum had a huge night last night. So the Celtics are still alive. Denver and Los Angeles, they're not. Denver is in. They're, all they're doing is sitting back. Which one of these two teams are we going to play here and dissecting what their opponent's going to be? But the Celtics and Miami have a Game 5 coming up. Well, exciting. Good luck to the Celtics. All right, last but not least, talk about the Cardinals handling business against the Reds. What about the Royals? Royals handled business against the Detroit Tigers. This is a very rare win for the Kansas City Royals, but they do so 4-1 to one over the Tigers. That's Kansas City's 15th win of the season. And here in town, the Springfield Cardinals opened up their homestand with a big victory over the Wichita Wind Surge 8-3 to three at Hammonds Field. A lot of fun, a lot of folks on hand, and a big time. All right, well, I know you're doing a game Saturday, so it should Sun- be Sunday. Sunday, excuse me. It should be a great, great weekend of baseball here in Springfield. Ned, have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow.